0: God damn it, really? Hey, everybody. Welcome to I'm Okay, You're Okay, I'm Not Okay, You're Not Okay. With me, Bob Schneider, and your other host, Clint Wells. You're welcome.
1: Welcome to I'm Okay, You're Okay, I'm Not Okay, You're Not Okay. Another midweek episode. What's up, Bob?
0: Well, this is what you don't want to do. Don't get the hand sterilizer mixed up with the lube Mm. when you're in your studio. That's what I've discovered. Because guess what? This is good for about five to seven seconds before it becomes a non-lube type material. And then you're just raw. Now you're clean. Your dick's clean, but you're raw. You're raw in it.
1: But see, some people are saying that you don't want to always be getting like the bacteria. You know, you can't maybe it's like people some say the antibacterial soap's not really good for you. Right. Because you you need some of that sauce to mix in with who's, your immune who's, system. Who's who's they? Various scientists and immunologists. And uh, but maybe you want a little bit of bacteria on your dick. You don't want you don't want to use hand sanitizer on, on erogenous zones.
0: Here's what I've never worried about having on my dick before and still don't worry about having on my dick. Any kind of bacteria. In fact, my dick could be covered in COVID and I don't give a fuck.
1: Hey, what's rule number one?
0: Don't talk about COVID.
1: Hey, are you interested at all? Now, the Instagram livers are just going to hear this question, but I will, of course, edit this off the episode if we're not going to go here. Are you interested at all in telling a story that may or may not be true about having crabs?
0: I'll talk about crabs all day long
1: because I love your crab story. Now this is when Bob was a young man. This was a this is a minute ago. But I love that when you got it you thought I'll just take a long hot bath.
0: Dude, I tried every I tried every method available to me at the time. So I got crabs when I was 17. I went I fell. I was at I was in a bar one night and uh, I was living in Germany at the time and I fell in love with a lady a little older than me. I was 17. She was probably around somewhere in the 40s. She was I guess she was a prostitute is what her deal was. But, you know, I'd been drinking a few drinks, and you know how it is. You have a few drinks, and sometimes you fall in love. Oh, yeah. And I fell in love. And uh, I fell in love with this lady, and uh, I was like, hey, I think you and me should have a little quiet, intimate time. And she's like, that'll be a hundred marks. By
1: the way, that wasn't a lady. (laughs) It wasn't even a human. It was a leprechaun.
0: (laughs) Could have been. Anyways, so (laughs) somehow I came up, I think... (laughs) Somehow I was able to come up with a hundred Deutschmarks, give it to her, and I was like, Look, I'm gonna give you this money, but I'm not paying you for sex. I'm just gonna hang out. I'm with paying you for it. If love. something happens, it happens. No, I was in love. Yeah. So we ended up by the way, in case you're in case you're like listening to this and you're like, hey man, you shouldn't be talking about breaking the law. Guess what's illegal in Germany? <laughs> Having sex with underage minors. It's not no, but prostitution's legal. I don't know if there's a there's an age limit because I was 17 at the time. I think I think there. This is well,
1: let's just face it dude. It's Germany. They don't give the-
0: <laughs> it's German. Well, yeah,
1: they're letting a lot of shit ride over there.
0: There's no way this lady's still alive. By the way, oh, <laughs> this God. lady's for sure dead. Oh no, like she's, in, she's in heaven right now listening to this story, and she's like, "Oh, I I remember him." I remember. Him. I remember this young Jukin leaking. Like I don't think people even understand how long this story is going to be. Like the amount of detail that I'm giving at this point means this story is going to last the entire podcast. <laughs> <laughs> tell us more so about. Anyways, tell us more about her <laughs> before we get to the crowds. I, I don't remember shit about her. I just remember she was older. She was an older. Do you remember lady. her name? No, fuck no, I don't remember. I don't remember women that I dated for months name, let alone some <laughs> prostitute that I met 85 years ago in Germany when I was blackout drunk. Like the fact that I even remember this is weird. Yeah. So, anyways, so I come up with a hundred marks. We end up going to her little uh apartment, wherever that is. Mm. And uh it was nearby. It was like, you know, out the door and up the stairs. And we get there and uh we start rolling around, and I'm drunk, dude. And I'm, but I'm 17, so even at 17, when you're drunk, you can get you can it going. put it together. I yeah, couldn't, I couldn't put it together, dude. I was trying to put it together, I couldn't put it together. I Meaning that's how could, couldn't
1: I get an erection. Is that what we're
0: saying? Yeah, it was like trying to. I couldn't get that raw oyster in that parking meter. Oh boy! And trust me, this parking meter had seen a lot of change. <laughs> like. <Jeez. laughs>
1: sparking me the raw oyster good god what an image
0: yeah so anyways i don't think she was helping much anyways and i think you know i think there was a condom i i you know i had a condom on you know so it was it was all it was bad news so anyway so we tried for a few minutes nothing happened there was no penetration i think a condom was sort of half slipped on half (laughs) slipped off and then she was like, Look, buddy, you gotta get the hell out of here. That that's that's your hundred Deutschmarks Marks worth. So so she split, or we both split. We go back to the bar, have another drink, and then I'm like, okay, I'm ready now. And she's like, No, you're done, dude. I'm like, we never did anything. She's like, well, we did enough to cover it. So I was like, Well, okay. So that was that was that. And then so I wake up the next morning and uh with a real bad sensation (laughs) i'm like real itchy i'm like what the fuck and i look look down there and i see some little bit of movement oh geez a little bit of movement in the in the the forest down there and sure enough i got these crabs now i'd never had them i didn't i didn't have any brothers i didn't i was felt real ashamed i wasn't going to talk to anybody about it like literally a day later i had to go to uh to school, I was going to school at University of uh, Maryland in Munich, Germany. So the next day, I'm off to school, and now I've got these crabs. I don't want to tell anybody about it. I don't want to talk about it, but I do want to party because it's I'm a freshman in college. So I'm a 17 year old freshman in college. And uh, well, how many you know, days are going these... by? How many days are you living
1: with your new your new visitors?
0: All right, let me just cut. To the chase and let. I'll tell you how long I had him. Okay, I had him. I had him the whole semester. <laughs> <laughs> so that's so long. Oh my god. Uh, I, I didn't want. I didn't want to tell anybody about. It. So so I started doing stuff like. <laughs> so I started doing stuff like you know like I would get in the sh- I would get in a bath I'd like draw a bath and I'd take a bath for like. <laughs> Two hours, three hours. I figured, fuck these guys. I'm going to drown these motherfuckers. <laughs> Two three hours would go by. I figure, well, that's plenty of time. Oh, There's God. no way any of these little scuba scuba divers are going to survive that. Sure did enough, you bring a novel? Of- did
1: you bring the Buttress of Windsor in with you? How did you
0: pass the time? Uh, how about a six pack of <laughs> whatever? <laughs> like fucking get into the bath at at point zero and get out about point yeah, I should
1: have taken into consideration that it it was party time. <clears throat> it wasn't not party time when you're killing those things. No.
0: No, no. It was it was party time. And so, I mean, I'm drinking <laughs> every day all day. So that didn't work. Then I try I'm like, well, I'm just going to shave everything. But all I had was one of those Norelco razors, you know, the round ones that you used to shave your have you ever used one of those? No,
1: I've been growing the beard you see here for 35 years. So,
0: anyway, it's not like a beard groomer. A beard groomer, you could really get in there and get rid of everything. But this was like a Norelco thing. It just, it's just good for like tiny little whiskers peeking out of the skin.
1: I'd like to have more details on the razor.
0: So, anyways, <laughs> well, what happens was, so now I take that downtown and I'm like, I'm just going to shave everything. And then these guys are going to have nowhere to hide. (laughs) And I I put that down there, dude. And I turned it on. And I felt like I was being tased by the fucking police, dude. (laughs) I just went, ring, And everything just went and bunched up and pulled. Like it was immediate, pure pain. (sighs) Like if somebody just yanked all your pubes at once, it was like, fuck that. So that was out. I tried cutting it with some scissors. That didn't work. I tried rubbing <laughs> alcohol. That didn't work.
1: The Bob Schneider home remedy crab kit. So
0: I tried all this shit. None of it worked. And then finally, I was just like, I'm just going to stay as drunk as possible. <laughs> but dude, what ended up happening was it just got worse and worse and worse to the point where I could just barely, I mean, I was just in constantly in pain, con- constantly scratching and Occasionally getting laid, dude. Oh my God. I know it was horrible, dude. Oh, and I remember. And not, telling, I remember it, the and not res- telling the chicks. And then I would have a conversation like this Hey, uh, I think you gave me crabs. And I'd be like, Huh? Crabs. Uh, what? What? <laughs> What's that? You play <laughs> what? the whole What'd you say? Like, you better not have given me crabs. Yeah, turn it around. <laughs> ah!
1: Jesus. And then
0: she'd be like, Oh, you didn't have crabs? No, I didn't have crabs. Of course I had them. Now they had him. Now we both have them. <laughs> so, anyways, the whole semester goes by, and I'm telling you, dude, I can barely sleep. It, it
1: was awful. I can't believe you went that long. I just really can't believe it. Just because you were wait, okay. So let me understand something
0: about this. You don't understand who I was back then. Dude. I don't. I was the shyest, most uncomfortable. You didn't have crabs for how long is a semester? Months? Three months? Yeah, it's like three months. So you couldn't just go to a doctor. You no, were dude, you were embarrassed of the doctor? You, yeah. Super embarrassed. Like, I didn't want to tell anybody. So I watched this movie called The Last American Virgin. And in the movie, those guys get crabs. And then they go get some crab remedy at the pharmacists. And I'm like, what? You could just get crab remedy at the pharmacist? So I was like, fuck. I didn't know that. So I go home. I tell my dad. I'm like, because I'm in Germany. I don't know what fucking crabs is in German or whatever. And I'm, I tell my dad, I'm like, dad, I got the crabs. Can you go to the pharmacy? Because I'm, I'm too too shy, too nervous, too ashamed. Can you go get this? You can get this cream. Just go pick it up, bring it home. He's like, yeah, sure, no problem.
1: There we go. Papa Schneider coming through.
0: Papa Schneider. I sh- I should have done this day one. Absolutely. Should have done day one. He goes, to this, he goes to the thing, comes back, brings this tube of stuff. <laughs> Take the thing off.
1: And then your dad rubs it on your penis. Okay, good.
0: First he blew, blew it, then he rubbed it on her. <laughs> so the time, at the time, I'm wearing Tidy Whities was my method of choice. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm wearing, Tidy Whities. Like, I, I didn't even go to boxers until like the 90s. Right. So anyways, this is 83. So I put this stuff on. I don't know how long to leave it on. It, all the directions are in German. I can't understand a fucking thing. So I take about half this tube, rub it all over everything. I know there's a colony down there. I know there's a lot of action. Because <laughs> they've just been... They, I mean, they've, they, they've holed up there now for, for half a year.
1: Did you rub it on your butthole too?
0: Dude, I rubbed it on every place that had hair
1: yeah, down there. right.
0: So every everything got covered. Let it sit there for about two hours. Dude, I pulled down my underwear after two hours. And there was like literally... A fucking thousand dead crabs. (laughs) It was the most fucked up thing you have ever seen, dude. This
1: story is way grosser than I remembered.
0: It was generations and generations of fucking crabs (laughs) that had been destroyed in one fell swoop. And then, I don't know if you've ever had crabs, you get the ghost scratches. Have you ever had crabs?
1: No. No, I have not.
0: Okay. well, Well, you get ghost scratches- for weeks sometimes where you're like, oh, I still got You, have, you have the phantom crab. You get the phantom, a little bit crab. Of phantom crab, but I, I didn't have them now. I have had them twice since. Cause I lived in a fucking uh, co-op when I moved to Austin. <laughs> when you live in a op, you're going to get crabs. And if you have sex with a hippie, you're going to get crabs just in case you're wondering. <laughs> so sure enough, I got, I got two, I got two more running. Of course, you know, the next time I'm like right to the store and got the stuff. And so it lasted, you know, a couple of days.
1: Well, <clears throat> I got HPV from my my first wife, and it wasn't that big a deal at the time because we were young and stupid. And I thought, well, it's my wife; I'll I'll surely be married to her for all, for all time. We, after all, right. we said our vows. Well, of course, that relationship <laughs> didn't work out because we were twenty two. Right. And then the tough thing after that is HPV; you always have it, and then it's it's actually more dangerous for women. So. Any 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 sexy uh, liaisons after that? You have to have the old. By the way, uh, I have HPV convo. <laughs> right. Um, which is uh, it's, it's what you should have done with the crabs, but you were seventeen, you were in Germany, you didn't know what to do, and you were a very shy man.
0: Oh, I knew what to do, dude. I knew wrong from right, but I wasn't gonna let that, dude. I'd only had sex maybe once when I went to college. Like I think that I think that prostitute would have been the second time I'd had sex.
1: You didn't think for sure that your partners after that, who were obviously going to get the crabs, weren't going to come. Not Bobby,
0: Bobby, Bobby. Dude, I, no, I wasn't thinking that far ahead, dude. You know how it is, dude. When you're that age, come on. I I mean I I feel terrible about it now. I mean, of course I wouldn't do anything like that now. But at the time, yeah, I'm telling you, dude, you wouldn't recognize the person I was back then. I was so shy, so uncomfortable. Like when I wasn't drinking, I was, I was just crawling out of my skin the whole time. It was crazy. When
1: did you? And obviously, there wasn't a, a day when this happened. But when did you become the Bishness that we all love and know now? What, what, were, what were the big changes?
0: Well, like, well, I got, I quit drinking when I was twenty nine, and then I did a lot of therapy. I did you know, 15 years of individual therapy. I did seven years of group therapy. The group therapy is really what did it. The seven years of group therapy is really how I grew up and how I was able to eventually start to be able to like communicate my feelings and what was going on and even be like aware of who I I was. And also just kind of start relaxing and just not, just kind of be whoever, you know, just like if I felt something, just say it or, or, or not worry about what people are going to think, even though I still worry about what people are going to think. It doesn't paralyze me with fear the way it and,
1: used to. And if I'm not mistaken, that was when you got the tools to finally confront each individual crab about what had happened.
0: I'm still, I still have some PTSD. <laughs> crabs. I can't, I can't joke about it. <laughs> Golf chick says she just got crabs from this story. You probably did.
1: It is a pretty wild story. Not that you got crabs as a young teenager. That's common. Not that you were embarrassed. That's fine. It's just the length of time that you lived with
0: them. Well, and everybody must have known. Like, I was constantly scratching. scratching. Always. Dude, I'm telling you, though, man. I had. So let me tell you some more. Let me just tell you some more stories. So I'm, I'm going to the University of Maryland in Munich, Germany. It was considered the number one party school in the world by Playboy magazine. They would rank colleges every year, and uh, and it just was. It, it was it was in Munich, Germany. It's a great city. It's a great uh, drinking city. There's no no uh, legal age limit for alcohol consumption. Can't can't drive, so everybody you know takes buses and public transportation and stuff. So it was a great place to go to school. Now my roommate. The first semester was this gay guy. Like, literally the room was, I don't know, maybe like 8 by 15 feet by maybe 10. Maybe 10 by 15 feet was the size of the room. And he had his bed in one corner of the room. And I had mine in the other corner of the room. And he just put up a sheet in between (laughs) where our beds were. Because that's going to work. And then he would, like, just fuck dudes. Oh, my gosh. While in the room. Wow. And I'd be just, and so I just stopped to go. I just stopped living in my own. <laughs> like I came home one time and he was just fucking some guy in there. And I'm like, I'm not ever coming in here again. <laughs> now I will say this one night he woke up and I was just peeing against the wall, like sleep peeing. And he's like, what are you doing? This is before he put the sheet up. He's like, what are you doing? And I, of course I didn't answer him cause I was sleeping. And I thought I was urinating into a urinal, but I was just peeing against the wall. And when he – he just told me about it the next day because I don't remember any of it. And he said like – I guess like when he said, hey, what are you doing? I guess I turned and just was peeing. And then I walked out in the hall and peed some more in the hall. (laughs) And then eventually eventually went back to bed. Now, when I woke up the next morning, was my bed dry as a a donut after it had been sitting out for a couple weeks? I'm going to guess it was – pee was it super pee? <laughs> there, was, there was so much pee in that bed damn. i don't i mean if i peed against the wall i still must have peed two or three times after that in my bed anyways it was a wet bed it was the wettest bed in the world god damn <laughs> so that, that's what was going on right, another time i woke up one morning and i walk out in the hallway we uh, the dorms were you know uh I think my dorm dorm was like me. I'm on the fourth floor, and I go out, and somebody had sprayed the entire corridor <laughs> with a fire extinguisher, mm-hmm. and there were no footprints except footprints going <laughs> leading
1: going to your your bed, to,
0: <laughs> going to my room. Great. But there were no other footprints, and it, which led me to believe <laughs> which led me to believe that I've discovered the culprit, me. And then the next, later on that afternoon, the, the RA came to my door and like, oh, uh, we had a complaint that you set off the fire extinguisher. And I was like, no crabs, no fire extinguisher here. Keep moving. All
1: the whole time you're scratching furiously your dick.
0: I guess you could get like two demerits. And then if you got a third, you'd get kicked out. And I always had like two and they would like lapse after a few months or something. So I was always on the verge of being expelled there. And uh of course I got a demerit that they somebody had actually seen me with the fire extinguisher or something so the demerit that sounds like so ancient
1: for spring the dormitory we will award
0: thee one demerit <laughs> well what was crazy about that school is you could like I think the dorm was like maybe 400 bucks for a semester to stay there and there was no like you didn't even have I think you had to take one class To stay in the dorm so a lot of people were just like selling drugs and just living in the dorm or not even selling drugs just living in the dorm because it was cheap to live there but not going to school not really going to school maybe like taking one class wow and even i mean i was taking classes but i was hardly going to school i mean i was missing a lot of class so they had this the other thing they had there because it's in germany they had a they had this thing called a cantina because in Germany by law you have to provide a place for workers to be able to eat and drink alcohol wherever wherever they work. So there was a place called a cantina where you could go. It would open up at six in the morning, and I think it closed at around six p.m. And it was mainly for the it was required by law for the German workers, but anybody could go in there. And you could go in there in the morning and and do shots and and drink beer. And I would go in there not often. But occasionally go in there in the morning before class and have a beer or two. And I had an art history teacher, and every morning that I was in there, he was always in there having shots before class. Wow! And then I'd show up in class, and he was always smoking in class. So he he'd give these art lectures, and he was half fucking drunk every every class. It was it was pretty wild little university there. People did not give a fuck.
1: And what's the end? What's the end of the story in terms of like? Did you finish school there, or did you? What, how does that all wrap up?
0: It wraps up with me, me doing something I don't need a degree with uh, becoming a musician. No, I ended up after three and a half years of school with one point, a one point eight GPA, and enough credits to be considered a freshman.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> after three and a half years, I just kept taking the same classes over and over again.
1: Wow. Yeah. And how are you paying for it? Was it just super cheap? I mean, four hundred bucks to live there a semester. So, you know,
0: yeah, it was. It was pretty cheap, I think, to go there. But my parents just paid for it. You know, they they really wanted me to go to college, and so I just went. But I never, I never even occurred to me that you could get a degree. Like when I saw my sister get her degree, I was like, oh, people get degrees. <laughs> That's the point like, of I was this. Like, I I, I could have done that. I mean,
1: you you walked away with a, let's not totally shortchange your education. You walked away with a degree in crab, uh, a degree in fire extinguishers, a degree in detective work. It wasn't all for I enough. mean, I
0: learned. I no, I learned a lot of shit. I mainly the thing I learned the most is how to open up almost anything. Uh, I I I could almost I could use almost anything to open up a beer bottle. <laughs> I really, I mean, I used my teeth for years. Ugh. And then one one time I, I did one of those and I heard that. Like, oh, that's the last one of those I do. Lost about half of it. Swallowed,
1: swallowed a little bit of tooth.
0: No, I mean, I spit it out, but yeah.
1: My teeth feel so clean. Open all the cans in Germany before the war, crabs within my pants. Hey, there's teeth part two. I'm looking at the waveforms for this episode, by the way. We're coming up on 28 minutes. It's just, it's just a me. solid block of bishness, <clears throat> and a lot of ponderous little blips of me going, uh huh, mm hmm,
0: yeah. <laughs> I dude, I can't even imagine if I was looking up there and, it, and it saw what you saw on your screen. I'd be yours just is like, just uh, a
1: massive block. I would be just a massive no. <laughs> block of information. <laughs>
0: All right, well we got like. We got like five minutes, so you take you take the rest. <laughs> I don't, well, I mean, the thing
1: is, I don't have any stories <laughs> that are that insane. So it's, you know, you're good for that. I do have a lot of stories of being on tour where I would drink so much that, you know, I've even did, did this once or twice on tour. You were like, man, you know, whatever. This is a bad example because we played Tarantula every night. I'd be like, man, Tarantula was really killer last night. And I'd be like, we played Tarantula last night? <laughs> uh, guess what? <laughs> I don't know that song. <laughs> you would be like, "Well, you yeah. played really great on it, whoever that guy was."
0: Well, it is interesting. I think that one thing you can do really wasted is you can play music. I, for years, uh, in Ugly Americans, we played shows, and I don't remember being on stage even, right. And I and I've heard recordings of them where when I'm when the songs when I'm playing the song or when the song's being played I you can hear I'm singing it perfectly and then in between songs I'm like yeah that's
1: kind of, it's kind of a dangerous thing about alcohol and and the music industry I mean overdoing it on alcohol is bad for everyone but musicians can often do their jobs pretty well while not really being able to function otherwise.
0: Absolutely. I mean, Eric Clapton's famous for saying that he never played for years unless he was seeing double. Yeah. Like he wouldn't even, he wouldn't hit the stage unless he was seeing double.
1: I remember seeing an interview with the Def Leppard guys where they all, they all kind of got cleaned together, I guess, after they had a guitar player die and the guy lost his arm or whatever. And they all decided to get cleaned together. So they all did like a six month, took the year off or whatever. And they were saying that their first gig back when they're all stone cold sober, as healthy as they've ever been, it was the most terrified they ever were to play a gig. And I I understand that I guess.
0: Yeah, I remember the first gig I played after I quit drinking with uh ugly Americans. I wasn't scared, but I was just so aware that I was on stage and that people were watching me. Right. And it was so, it was very strange. It was like, uh, oh, this is what it is.
1: You talk about how when you sobered up, you were
0: you were like, "Oh, I don't like this. I don't like the music of this band." Oh, I hated that <laughs> band. When I got sober, it was like it was like I'd been dating a an ugly chick for a long time. And I was like, I'm not dating you anymore.
1: But it just seems like you were writing all the material.
0: Well, yeah, I just, I didn't, it it just wasn't my, it wasn't my cup of tea. It wasn't, it wasn't that the musicians were bad. They were all incredible musicians. It just wasn't my flavor of music. It was like almond brothers and like Southern jam rock and stuff. And it just, I just don't. What you may
1: be hearing is we had a guy who was supposed to actually come yesterday to pressure, wash the house. And he decided to come today right now. Uh-huh. And I said, well, I have a really important... I just skipped the whole explaining the podcasting. I said, I have a really important phone call from 4.30 to 5.30. Can you not do the studio? And he's like, sure. And he's which, he's right like, up. sure, which one's the studio? And I specifically <laughs> told him. And now he's blasting the windows right behind me like it's the end of the fucking world. Like, like coronavirus <laughs> I can't, I can't, is splattered right. on my windows, and he's going to wash that bitch off right now.
0: Well, I can't hear it. Oh, good. So. Really? Okay, good. I mean, I can hear it a little bit, but not enough to like... Be annoying. So
1: well, we gotta go anyway. We gotta kick it to the secret weekly. We're gonna say goodbye to our Instagram live friends. We will see you guys again next uh Wednesday at the same time.
0: All fifty three people out of fifteen thousand. Thanks, Instagram, for keeping that shit real tight. They keep the butthole real tight uh on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) They do, dude there's definitely more than there's definitely more than 49 people on instagram right now
1: that are followers right well i i don't know anything about that and i don't really give a shit either i don't either all right well, we're gonna kick to the secret weekly we're gonna sign off here on instagram come follow us on the socials just look up at bob and clan of course that's where we are and uh and and with that i'm gonna get out of here and say peace
0: i'm out of here too y'all take care bye
1: bye <laughs>